Hey guys, this is Adam with the Dollar Bin, and as I promised, you're listening to part two of the 2014 SPX Review Show, only one week after the posting of the part one episode. Uh, if you haven't listened to part one, you should go back and listen to that one too. You can go ahead and finish this one, I believe. There's no real spoilers. It's a review show. But if you miss part one, there's a lot of great books in there that we talk about as well. And uh, you should go back and check those out. We also list in the description of each show on the website, www.thedollarbin.net, the creators that we talk about and links to their websites. Uh, enjoy part two. We'll catch you next week, eh? possibly, with our uh, Drive Home with J. Chris Campbell from SPX 2014. Thanks. I like uh-huh. MK Reed. Yeah. All right, I was going to do another one, a uh, different one, but I'm going to move over to this because Sean was talking about how her eye is drawn to big, big bosom ladies and the such. <laughs> you know me. I was drawn to this artist because I really like the detail in her art. I thought it was like just kind of real trippy and just kind of like very detailed. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, a lot of um, anatomy is mm-hmm. what I noticed. Like yeah. a lot of her art had anatomy. Yeah, it She did. had this one cover and it said eyes, I, I see eyes. It's kind of like a mirror kind of I see eyes like mirror. And I just like kept like noticing it. And I kept it- noticing that I kept noticing the title on it and just kind of the detail work and there's like a like a face missing its skin staring at me it kept eyeing you yeah i was eyeing it as well mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was uh she was next to joe and carolyn the curl studio who we didn't pick up anything new from but i love those guys and carolyn had a variant cover that she did for adventure time which mm-hmm. was really cool and a print of um, a regular show print that she did that was really cool too and actually, I really like that regular show print a lot. Yeah. It would make an awesome regular show cover, I thought. Yeah, I think so, too. I think it make an awesome cover. And yeah, definitely. I don't know why it's not. But uh, uh, while we were talking to Joe and Carolyn, I kept looking over at this uh, this art, and I just couldn't figure out why, except for the fact that it was just really detailed and awesome. So I went over and talked to her for a bit and picked up a couple books, and then she uh, gave me another book. She said it was really weird, and it kind of, her stuff freaks people out. And so I did not notice what was I guess clear as day in front of me yeah. that Sean immediately noticed. Yeah. And I flipped through even when I flipped through her book, I was just like, wow, I really like this work. There are totally penises all up in um, that book. Yeah. Adam. There's a lot of penises in her book. Yeah. And vaginas. Uh, c- the cover Yeah, the cover is, is a, a face coming out of a vagina. Well it's not coming out of the vagina. It's uh made cut- up of it's a vagina. cutaway. Look it's at a- the back. Look at that look uh, at that. There's a penis right there. <laughs> Where? That the middle one? Look at that. Look at that top. I mean, that's a, that's a spine. That's not a penis. Okay. From back here, it looks like a penis. You I guess it's a nose. A I, apparently, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I'm making penises where spines are. <laughs> yeah, that's Sorry. a spinal cord. It looks like an... I guess it looks like a but nose. But that's like a cutaway. And it's like yeah, face inside. Faces, uh, I did not notice the lady parts. That is a vagina. And there are vaginas and penises. I feel like parts. we are being disparaging, which we totally 100 percent are no, not i'm not that artwork I, is I, that's, amazing that's what i kept saying like I so kept detailed i kept noticing and the anatomy uh work that she was doing and i just noticed anatomy i didn't notice it was all vaginas and like and penises because it's not sean sorry and it's, it's, it's it's really not it's like and she's a really good storyteller mm-hmm. like everything's really yeah, just all visual. Like abstracted. It's all, it's, yeah it's yeah. abstract visual storytelling with some dialogue and uh one of them is uh is it's 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 the story of um kind of becoming a woman maybe it's kind of being a girl 
It's like just what it's like to be a girl. It sucks, man. From, yeah, that's what it looks like. So it kind of comes across. But it's kind of like being a girl um, is, is the story of that from this abstract and growing up and just kind of. Yeah, and her story, um, whole human, yeah. mm-hmm. is, oh, yeah, is very that's... much, it's felt yeah. almost too personal. Like it, I mean, clearly it was some sort of yeah. sexual abuse. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like, because it's, yeah, I am human, not a, like, a, yeah, and it's just yeah, kind of like questioning, just, you know, what you are as a person. Yeah, it seemed really, really. Uh, I mean, dealing with a lot of emotions, yeah. like it, it really sticks with you. Yeah, whole human, yeah. Yeah. I am, I am a human, not a whole I am a human. I am a whole. And it's kind of, yeah. I am a whole. I am a human. I am not a whole. I am not a human. And just kind of like goes, and there's a lot of imagery that goes with that as well. And uh, yeah, seems like kind of a, uh, yeah, very personal mm-hmm. kind of sexual abuse kind of story. Um, you got something, Sean? Well, I can segue into the, um, apparently I really enjoy risograph work. Yeah. Like the covers. Um, and I picked up this two books from these two ladies who are kind of near the front. Um, one of them is Consumption, and it is basically a story of a girl who wants to kill herself. So again, so, there's a lot okay, of like really okay. deep subject matter going on in comics. Yeah, like it, well, the it's, mini comics for sure. Yeah, we kind of, last year I remember it was like uh, we had a lot of, toward the end there was a lot of kind of dealing with death and uh, um, sexuality and stuff like that too. Yeah. Last year. Um, but it's really... Yeah, it was. It's really intense. Like, cause I mean, suicide's nothing to. Nope. It's nothing to joke about. No. You know, I mean, it's a, something that a lot of people deal with, and a lot of people don't know how to deal with. So it's it's really interesting that that people are expressing these kind of really deep, personal, difficult to talk about things in a way that that they know how mm-hmm. through comics. Yeah. And a lot of times that helps people deal with their emotions. And a lot of times it helps people who are reading it kind of be able to relate and say, you know, I'm not the only one out there. Other people have dealt with this too. It'll be okay. And um, so you can check out more of her work at um, what her name is. Jensen Equal. So it's J-E-N-S-I-N-E-E-C-K-W-A-L-L.com. But I just, I really liked the cover. It was really cool. And then beside her was Lily Padula. And I picked up Dark Matter, which was a really just like trippy book. It's a lot of pinks and teals, kind of some dark purple. And it's kind of like an adventure story of this woman and this mole kind of going into a cave <laughs> and kind of finding things in the cave. It's just really, I love the art. It's just really trippy. Yeah, I totally dropped the ball on uh, my last one, and I did not talk about late, uh, Kate LaCour and uh, oh. her website, sharkbrains.com. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. So I really should have done that, dropped the ball on that one. It's okay. So that's, that's there. But the next one that I'm going to talk about, apparently this is the dark corner of uh, our review. This, uh, I picked up Joey by Melissa Mendez. I picked up uh, stuff from uh, Melissa before. Yeah. And uh, this one is about a kid whose parents are fighting a lot. He's just a little kid, and he's kind of dealing with his parents fighting a lot. And uh, his big sister takes him to buy a kind of a wolf mask that he wears, and that's kind of his protection. He wears the wolf mask, and he starts wearing it all the time. He wears it when he goes to school, so he starts to get made fun of, and he's just kind of having to deal with uh, 
feeling like an outsider, like he doesn't belong in his family and school and all that stuff. And just trying to protect himself from the, uh, the hate and the anger around him. Yeah. That really reminded me of Paul Horschmeyer's mother come home. Yeah. There's that kind of a, the kid wears a mask. He's dealing with the death of his mom. So yeah, just trying to cope with, uh, family, dysfunctional family, like fighting and stuff like that. Parents. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what this was about. This was by Melissa Mendez. <laughs> it's called Joey. It's really nice looking. Oh, it's um, really the arts pretty. Uh, fits the story great. There's really great color in it, uh, and it's a uh, really heavy story. Yeah, it really is. It did one of those things that I like sometimes, like uh, comics times do, where you open it up and the start of the story is actually on the inside cover. So you know, there's like no wasted pages <laughs> with uh, title kind of stuff and credits and stuff. It's just boom, boom. Hey, this book's by it's Joey. It's by Melissa Mendez. Boom. Now the story starts, and. Uh, yeah, really cool uh, color work on this. Yeah, I like Melissa Mendes' stuff. I do too. So I picked up Gay Kid, number one and number two. Nominated last Umberg. year on, uh, for the Dollar Bin Awards for Mini Comic of the Year. Yeah, it was really good. It, um, pretty much what it, what it says. It's uh, dealing with being a gay kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And kind of how, how you work through that. Like the, the first... The first part is really funny. It's like, oh, boys are cute. I love boys. And, and like, her thought balloon is like, except we all know we only pretend to like boys. <laughs> so it's it's kind of discovering that, that there, you know, there's a, there's such things as lesbians. And you might self-identify yeah. as a lesbian. It's like being able to put a word and a label on it and knowing that other people feel the same way that you do. It's very, uh, yeah. it's very deep, very powerful stuff. So that was the first kind of issue is kind of... Her dealing with that. And then the second one is kind of her not wanting to wear like fancy dress lady mm-hmm. girly clothes, which I totally identify with completely. So it was, it was really, really liked it. It was good. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, speaking of categorizing oneself, I picked up non-binary, which is kind of the opposite. Uh, I guess this isn't really something I really ever thought about. Um, like you hear a lot about, uh, yeah, like um, lesbian, gay. Uh, straight, asexual, stuff like that, bisexual. Transgender. Transgender. Do you hear a lot? So uh, non-binary, it's um, an autobiocomic by... Actually, I'm, I'm reading that. It's it's an autobiographical comic by Melanie Gilman. And it's about her not fitting into a gender role. And it's it's like she even talks about how there's such little books out there that really talk about the idea of non-binary, which is... A term that I'd never even heard before. Yeah. Is uh and it's in binary, you know, ones and zeros, it's one or the other with binary, so non binary means, you know, not one or the other. And it's uh it's interesting because I was completely unfamiliar with this uh just the concept, I guess, or just um what this is about. And it's it's about not it's not about being gay, you know, it's not about being uh gender uh being a man and like like a male and a, a female a woman's body and kind of stuff like that it's it's about not, not being any of that either well yeah kind of yeah because um you know you don't know where you fit in and she talks a lot about it and i guess it's you know it seems like it's really hard for her to explain to people and i under- i kind of understand why i mean it's hard to it's hard to follow you know it's hard to really kind of wrap your your mind around it without actually feeling it maybe yeah, because I mean, even even if you don't always feel like 
whatever gender you happen to be. Yeah. Usually there's something that still kind of brings you back into that. And you're like, oh, yeah, I'm a girl. Because you got, like, you got, you have to be kind of. Yeah. And, you know, she talks about, um, uh, like, I guess, it's, well, I keep saying this, like, one of the things about it is, like, <laughs> uh, Melanie Gilman prefers to be referred to as they, not he or she. It's really difficult to do one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, I just have trouble with it mainly because to me, they is a plural. Yeah, I guess it is. It, it is, feels demeaning. Yeah. But they they is plural, so it's hard for me to do because like I got the whole thing beaten into my head writing papers. Like yeah. you don't you say he or she, he slash she. And you I guess don't you wouldn't do they, we. Because, yeah. Like the royal. Yeah. Way. So um, but uh, yeah, Melanie Melanie prefers to be referred to as they. And um, I, there's no way in hell I'd be able to consistently. It would take a lot of just training for me to consistently do something like that. I just, it just and even, to get even, other even, people to do it, yeah. I bet it's really difficult. And she talks. See, I, I can't do it. Yeah, I can't do it. Like it, 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 it it's even weird to say because what you would say is you would say they talks about that. Yeah, because you because that's what it is. It's not plural. Yeah, it's hard <laughs> but there's a lot of that in here it talks a lot about that the book and um and just kind of like not fitting into either and kind of fitting into both like wanting liking to wear dresses but you know so not like super masculine not super feminine either it was difficult it was, it's 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 obviously hard to explain again not a concept i've been familiar with at all it was a it was an interesting read non-binary by melanie gilman uh melanie uh m-e-l a-N-I-E, Gilman, G-I-L-L-M-A-N.com is her, they's web address. So we mentioned Melissa Mendez earlier. She is sometimes part of Oily Comics, O-I-L-Y Comics. And yeah. I picked up um, a new number one from Michael DeForge, Elizabeth of Canada. It's a really, just a, like a weird story. He's such a weird dude. Uh, involving a a girl, her mom, and a bunny rabbit. You're a weird dude, Michael DeForge. Well, I mean, seriously. No, we always pick up something from Michael DeForge. Yeah, I have every to. Every year. And I, his his stuff is so out there, but I really like it. And like, I don't want to explain much about this comic, because it's kind of like I don't I want you to like read it. And, but involves a girl, her mom, camping out, bunny rabbit, and a butcher. I love his art style. It's super simplistic, but... And like abstracted, but but the storytelling is really good. It's very clear, very linear, really interesting stuff. Michael DeForge, oilycomics.com. I can't. And it, you you can also find out more about Michael DeForge at kingtrash.com. <laughs> and this is to be continued. So it's the number one of question mark. <laughs> <laughs> the next thing I want to talk about is free reign. R-E-I-G-N, Free Rain, and it's by Jamie Willems, and it's a story that takes place in Milwaukee in 2008. On the back it says, you're never as punk as you think you are, and it's a story of uh, Jamie kind of uh, getting out there, hitting the town, and going to a house show, and uh, having fun with friends, and or actually kind of having fun with friends, and going to some show, and just trying to find something to do, and milwaukee and hitting this house show and and uh yeah it's just really cool it's just kind of i guess like what it's like to live in milwaukee which i don't ever think i want to do 
Not that this story makes me want to not want to live in Milwaukee. I just, you know, don't really want to live in Milwaukee. Although Wayne's World made it look kind of fun. Milly Milwaukee. Milly Milwaukee. So this is by Jamie Willems. J-A-I-M-E-W-I-L-L-E-M-S dot com. JamieWillems.com. Just kind of a cool little story. I like the art. It has uh, like a heavy marker feel to it. And uh, like a like a fine point marker looks like it was kind of done with with marker. You can see a lot of the the marker lines, which is cool. And it's a kind of like a, a red marker and a and a black greenish. But that could just be the way it was printed marker. So um, yeah, I dug this. I dug this. Cool little read. Dead Kennedy shirt, mosh pits, crazy, free reign. Never as punk as you think you are. From Guilty Press. So Roger Langridge was there. Mm-hmm. So I picked up a mini from him because I can't have Roger Langridge be at a convention and me not pick up something. I picked up the Mini Comics Dump Truck Presents Lard by Roger Langridge. And it's basically a story of him being overweight and wanting to lose weight. And um, there's a really funny panel and hear of him being at a comic convention and seeing all the fat people. <laughs> yeah. Dimples aren't hard to find. <laughs> so that's pretty cute. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I just love his style, his storytelling, and it's a really sweet story about him and his kids and and farting. There's some farting in it. Got to love farting. Good old farting. Right? <laughs> but it's just really it's really sweet. I lo- I love Roger. He's such a good artist. Cartoonist, if you will. Yeah. I'm a big fan. Big fan. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. I got a lot of new people left. Uh, I got some old people left. I got the one I'm saving for last. Okay. I'm going to finish off some people. I'll go into the ones that I haven't read, and then I'll do the one that I uh, okay. want to kind of close with. Mm, I'm having trouble picking between these two. I, okay, so I picked up three books. I think they were only like a dollar a piece, and they're, uh, they're, you know, they're a few pages. I think but... it was three for five. Three for five. Okay. Was it? I don't remember. Maybe it was. I think they were a dollar piece. Oh, were they? Yeah, I think oh, so. Oh, wow. Okay. So these are by Claire Connolly. I picked up Northport to Become Day, <laughs> and This Won't Last. And they're all, uh, I don't know, man. They're heavy. They're heavy stories, man. They look like from the covers, it yeah. looks like they're heavy. Just like the artwork, the style, yeah, looks, looks heavy. Yeah, but they really appealed to me. I really, I they really stood out. Like that's one of the reasons she had a bunch of books, like a bunch of them, and it kind of, you know, it's not. Mm, I would say the closest thing that like I would compare it to in my head, and I don't know uh, how many of you guys are familiar, but it's uh, it kind of has a Thomas Boatwright feel to it, like his his art style, or at least his uh, the kind of the way that he um, he draws and. That I really like that style. He did, uh, you know, cemetery uh, blues and some uh, some other really cool stuff. So kind of, I really like Thomas Boatwright. So her stuff stood out to me as well. And like with these little dollar full page folded,s uh, yeah. So just kind of, um, just kind of stories about kind of dudes being dudes. One of them's a dude being a dude uh, getting stranded in the like Arctic cold, and uh, you know that sucks. <laughs> And the other one's a dude, kind of, who's not a dude, but he's uh, he's a spaceman. And by spaceman, I mean astronaut. I believe that's the real word that people use when describing astronauts is not spaceman. I think those are normally men from space, like David Bowie. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so To Become Day was a cool kind of heart-pumping uh, spaceman story. And then you had... Uh, 
Northport and this won't last, which is yikes, yikes, heavy. Need to read more of this because uh, these were real short and I dug them. But uh, so I wish I bought a few more. Claire Connolly, Claire Connolly Comics dot com, C L A I R E Connolly, C O N N E L L Y Comics, C O M I C E dot com. Claire Connolly Comics dot com. Really cool stuff. <laughs> Dark. Dark. So I picked up the second issue of It Will All Hurt by Farrell Dalrymple. And it's really hard for me to say that name because my mouth doesn't want to do that. But I I felt like I, I nailed that one, so I won't try <laughs> and say it again. Um, which this issue has the page that we bought from him in it. Last year. Last year. And you can't tell that he uses glitter paint. So I'm so excited that we bought that page. <laughs> but I love, I love his stuff. It's so good. We didn't pick up the wrenchies. We're going to get off our back, guys. We're going to pick up the wrenchies. The wrenchies look so good. I'm really excited to pick that up and read it. It's just like I've got, I've got a lot of stuff going on right now. And I, I'm, I'm going to read it. But, you know, I might put off buying it just for a minute because I don't like slack off and not study like I should. Yeah. And we were budgeting at SPX. Yeah. As you can tell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> so. Just, so, yeah. So you can check out more from Mr. Dalrymple from, you can read more of like, it will all hurt. Cause specifically. that's a webcomic, right? It is. Or he posted on the web. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Studygroupcomics.com. Yeah. They have a lot of really cool stuff at study group. Yes. I highly recommend. And actually, I think uh, Josh Cotter, is his stuff going to show up on study group? I, somebody, somebody. Somebody. Oh, who's the other person? There's something that I was missing and it's on study group. Oh, it was um Alec Longstreth. Well, he's got stuff on there too, but I don't think that's who I was thinking. That wasn't about. okay because mm-hmm. I missed the number one. Oh, maybe he just said it's on his website, and oh. I can buy it. Yeah, because he had a number one of his new comic, and oh. he had sold out of his number one of his new comic, and I hadn't gotten it. And yeah, that happened he was like, too. Hey, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember. That wasn't. There's a lot of really cool stuff on Study Group, though. Yeah, and there are a lot of cool people at SBX. Oh my yeah, gosh. like Alec Longstreth. Yeah, Alec Longstreth is the man. <laughs> Basically. The non-bearded man, uh, sort of. He's pretty beardy. He's not as bearded as he's he not once as beardy. was. Yeah, but he's still pretty beardy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, la, la, la. Next, I want to go to up to the top. Did you get a chance to read this up to Mm-mm, the top? Not yet. That was another Ignatz nominated book. Oh, was it? That's why we picked it up. I think. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's by Ian Sampson. Mm-hmm. It's it's cool. Um, this is I think it's maybe the last thing that I read uh, up until. The next thing I read, and it is up to the top, and you can find more about Ian from Ian Sampson at iansampson.com, I-A-N, uh, oh, I-A-N-E, wait, no, wow, I-A-N, yeah, okay, so his name is not, oh, I guess it's Ian E. e Sampson, Sampson. <laughs> oh, oh boy. boy, okay, so Ian E. Sampson, I-A-N-E, Sampson.com, and this is a story which was pretty realistic at the beginning. And now I really don't know what world I live in. And it's about, <laughs> <laughs> it's about uh, this kid whose dad is kind of like a, uh, I don't think he's a foreman. Maybe he's a for- some sort of he uh, architect kind of foreman guy. He works on uh, buildings, like tall skyscrapers. 
and it's about the the uh, the steeplejacks. You know the guys that like uh, yeah. hang out at the top of buildings and they build the top of crazy buildings. crazy freaking dudes, man. So it's about kind of like the steeplejacks living like up in the buildings, and like when that building goes as high as it can go, they move on to the next building. It's the title. Yeah, up, up to the top. Up to the top. So, but what happens in, and I don't want to give the whole story away. Please don't. So, these steeplejacks are like living up there doing their thing. And this is about like steeplejacks just living up there. And like they move on to the next big building, build another big building. And they never come back down. I, no way. <laughs> and uh, what happens is kind of the economy collapses. So, new buildings aren't being built. So, the steeplejacks kind of come down and mix with the regulars. You know, because there's no work to be had and they need to eat and find food. So it's all these guys that have been living up in these buildings their whole lives kind of coming down and mixing in and how like society reacts to it and stuff like that. And kind of it's about it's from this kid's point of view, talking about his dad who does this whole thing and dealing with all this. And it's interesting. I have no idea. Like, seriously, I don't I don't know how much of it is possibly real or like. I don't think steeplejacks just live up in the top of buildings and that some of these other things could happen, but uh, I don't know, Sean. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't either. Ianesampson.com, up to the top. It was uh, it's a good story, Sean. You should read that. Okay, I definitely, I definitely will. We also picked up Youth is Wasted. Um, it's a collection of comics by Noah Van Skyver, which for some reason we didn't pick it up at Heroes. So we picked it yeah, up at SPX. Yeah. Right before it sold out, I think. Yeah. And um, we also, we didn't pick up Operation Margarine. Is that, is it Margarine, Margarine? I don't know why I say it weird. I say Margarine. You say Margarine? Uh-huh. Doesn't it look like it's Margarine? I guess. Because it has an ethan, maybe? I don't even know what Margarine is. It's an oil-based, non-butter substitute. Yes. <laughs> so maybe that's why I say, okay. Why I say Margarine. But by Kay Skelly. Yes. And also an ad house book. Also an ad house book, which Youth is Wasted is an ad house book. Yeah. But we didn't pick up Kay Skelly's book. Yeah. Because I ordered it. Well, we haven't got it yet. No, but we will. Man, too sad. It's okay. We're going to get it. Okay. And so she yeah, also did Nurse up. Nurse, but we're yes. not talking about Kay Skelly. No. Well, we are, but we, that one was, of this is Ben Skyward is really good. <laughs> I really like his work. It's very completely not. Like no, nah, it doesn't even matter to bring that up. You know what? I really like. <laughs> I'm really tired, Adam. Yeah, we're getting to the end here. We're, we're getting, getting to the end. end. Yeah. I really like. He tells really just kind of weird, interesting stories. You kind of can't tell if they're kind of based on actual events or if they're not. Like some of them actually are, but you kind of can't tell if they're autobiographical or what. But it's really, it's really good stuff. It's a really nice collection. I'm excited to read it. I haven't read it yet. I've read a few of the stories in there, but I haven't read the whole book yet. One thing I did not do at SPX was I forgot to bring my blind sketchbook, which I feel real stupid for because there's going to be some great people to get blind sketches from at SPX. I cannot believe I did not have that with me. I could have got some incredible stuff. Uh, One thing I did get is a few books that I didn't get a chance to read, (laughs) but I'm going to talk about those real quick uh, all together. I picked up Shadow Hills 2, 3, and 4. Uh, I do already have Shadow Hills 1, but I haven't read 2, 3, and 4 because I haven't... Uh, I need to reread 1 because I got 1 a couple of years ago, I think. It, it wasn't even because Shadow Hills 2 came out in 2013. And uh, these are by Sean Ford. 
and uh, I remember really liking Shadow Hills 1, and for some reason, I didn't know kind of what I had, so I wanted to make sure I um, bought the ones I needed, because I had my list, I was able to get Shadow Hills 2, 3, and 4 um, from Sean Ford, and uh, I'm really excited about that. It's S-E-A-N, if you want to look it up. Okay, I know, he, and he was with Corinne, yes. which you will be talking about shortly. Yes, yeah, it's actually next. <laughs> Next, so yeah, so this, I'm just going to go through these real quick, Sean. Yeah, you go ahead. I don't read any of these. Yeah, yeah, talk, talk um, about Then uh, Karen um, Mucha, 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 Karen. Good Lord. <laughs> yeah, so Karen, uh, another person I'd love to interview uh, is uh, Maiden Housefly Comics, and I picked up The Girl Who Was Mostly Attracted to Ghosts. You Which read that, right? I read, it was I super, it it's super cute. <laughs> and uh, so Secret Acres. Isn't that like Sean, Sean Ford's Secret Acres too? I There's a couple so. people who are Secret Acres. It's not so. just it's not just Coran. There's a few other Secret Acres people as well. I'll have to check the uh, the credits. Uh, and I also picked up a big uh, book, uh, like a, like a kind of a graphic novel from Coran uh, called "Get Over It." I don't know what this is about, but I bought it and it looks cool, cool. So I have that from Coran. And let me see. Is there anything? Mm, uh, only skin comics. I have. Uh, that's right. Sean Ford does only skin. Yeah. Which is collected, and I have some issues of it, and I didn't know which issues I had, so I didn't buy the collected because I may only be missing like one issue. Yeah, that's true. So, I really like his style. His, yes. His uh, covers are really good. Yeah. So I need to get only skin also. Yes. Uh, so onlyskincomics.com from Sean Ford. Is something that you can look up. Uh, the other one is I Fought the Law by Holly Mincer. Holly was next to someone you were buying stuff from. I... Gay Kid? Nope. No. Nope. It was... Uh... Or I guess Katie Omberg? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope. Okay. Uh, I don't know who it was. You were next to somebody, so I was, I was buying this while you were taught buying something from somebody else. Mm. And it's by Holly Mincer. It is I Fought the Law, and I haven't read it yet, but it's uh, blues. It's got a lot of blues in it um, inside, so it's like gray tones and then a lot of like blues. Uh, but not just like one kind, like shade of blue. Like a lot of times it'll be like black, white, and a shade of blue mm-hmm. or red. This is black, white, and uh, grays and uh, a couple different shades of blue. They had interesting pitches for their books. They the, they sounded interesting. Yeah, yeah. And it's this like a is, sci-fi. Um, yeah, this actually says a science fiction story. But yeah. they mix it like science fiction punk story kind of. Or yeah, so like it's, it sounded it sounded yeah. interesting. Written and drawn by Holly Mincer. No, na, no, na such. Mm. No, non such. That's kind of what I was thinking of. No, but it's no, not non, non a such. No, no na such. N o n a s u s h. Dot tumblr. Dot com. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that is uh, the last of what I haven't read yet. And also, tesseractioncomics.tumblr.com. It's the uh, SPX. Like tesseract? Yeah. Shun? Tesseract. That's funny. Wait, may, well, there is no shun. I don't know where I got shun from. It's just tex- Tesseract Comics. Yeah. You tesseract should spell comics. that for the folks at home. T E S S E R A C T. Tesseract Comics, C O M I C S dot Tumblr dot com. Yeah, that's uh, that's the end of what I haven't oh, cool. read yet. 
sets. Okay, I um I read these. I'm gonna do two together. Um, well, no, and then said. I'm gonna talk about a couple things because Adam's just got one more person to talk to talk about, and I've got a couple more things. So I'm just gonna talk about some stuff. Let's go. All right, here we go. <laughs> um, you got this. Okay, so I picked up a couple of books. I picked up two books about boyfriends because apparently I saw things about boyfriends and picked them up. I got all of my anime boyfriends by Kelly Kessemeyer. I believe she was sitting beside Sam Bosma. So when Adam was picking up Sam Bosma stuff, I flipped through it and was intrigued. So it's got all these different kind of anime characters. And it's got a pro and a con and when they dated. And she was like, oh, do you want me to sign it? I was like, sure. She's like, well, do you want me to sign like your favorite boyfriend? Or do you want me to sign my favorite boyfriend? I was like, ooh, yours. So she signed um, Ray. From Mars, which I'm not familiar with Mars. His pro is has a motorcycle and his con is angst. And they dated in 2002. And Spike is in here from Cowboy Bebop, which is... Like, I've, I'm familiar with a few of the of the, um, the boyfriends in here. But his pro is he likes jazz. His con is that he's a smoker. And they dated in 2004. It's just really... It's a really cute kind of like pin-up-y thing and... I really enjoyed her. I guess it looked like watercolors. I really liked the art. The style was really cool. So I'm just glad I picked that up. And I also picked up How to Woo a Monster Boyfriend. Um, and it is by Sarah Pickles Dill. And it's just a cute kind of step-by-step guide to date a monster. It's like a dragon. It's it's super cute. And I really liked the art style. Very, very cutesy, very clean. It's really, it's adorable. Yes. And then I also got Weird Me by Kelly Phillips. This is volume one, so there's going to be more of these. <laughs> and it is Growing Up Online with Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> or Yankovic. And it starts out, once upon a time, I was a moderately successful teenage webmaster of a Weird Al Yankovic fan site. And since we listened to a crap ton of Weird Al on the drive up. Thanks, Jay Chris. It was awesome. Uh, J. Chris burned a CD of some of um, Weird Al's new songs, old songs, yeah, older songs, middle range songs. A lot of stuff he thought his son would dig. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so we listened to Weird Al on the drive up. Yeah. So I kind of felt like I had to pick this up. <laughs> Thank you, Adam Casey, for directing me to Kelly Phillips. I guess Adam Casey was the first person we talked to. Yeah, he was. Yeah. And it was re- it's really funny. Like, I really, I really like how she kind of discovers Weird Al and then discovers the internet, and then starts a... Um, Fan blog? Yeah, and it's like a... Well, she does a uh, um, petition, and like the thing that she's known for is this petition to get UHF on like DVD. If it is, it worked, because I own UHF on DVD. Tell you, it's right there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you did read the book, right? I did, and that's why I feel like... <laughs> Like that, I need to make sure that this is true. So yeah, so I picked up this weird me from Kelly Phillips. So thank you, Adam Casey, for pointing this out to me. It was it's really fun to kind of hear her story and how she discovers Weird Al on the internet and then becomes semi quasi famous for Weird Al. Mm-hmm. It's great. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. You can go back to me now, or do you want to? You got two more left. I, I, got- I can. F- I can um, uh, one more. I can do more. David Plunkert. Got okay. heroical number two. 
mm-hmm. super big, oversized, with cutout eyes. They're like eight bucks or something. Uh, Seven yeah. bucks, eight bucks. They're eight dollars, and it's yeah. ridiculous. He, he, it costs more than that to make the damn thing. Uh, maybe, probably. It's crazy. He makes them himself, probably. So it's like a, a two two color. Well, I guess it's one color. Just blue. A lot of blue. Like different shades of blue. Mm-hmm. He's got this kind of weird woodcut like graphic design kind of style. Yeah, Jay Chris talks a little bit more about him in the ride home. I think he talked about like how these are kind of his portfolio almost. He treats them. Well, you should. Like that and sure. kind of prints up a bunch of them because you give your portfolio out to people and then he sells them as books too. Yeah. Or maybe that it was a different book, but I think he, he does that. I think it was, he should. Yeah. There's a couple of different superhero stories kind of mixed in. There's different parts of this one, and then there's like just kind of like one-offs and you know, kind of um, collage work, just all kinds of stuff. So you can check out more about David Plunkert at www.davidplunkert.com or www.spurdesign.com. So Spur Design. Mm. or davidplunkert.com super cool i carry this around yeah. and a bajillion people ask me oh what's that oh what's that to look oh, at it that? and where you got it and yeah i was like oh take a look you should go get it so hopefully i sold a couple of them just <laughs> yeah. walking around that was another one when jim asked me you know who to re- recommend or who had something cool i was thinking of that but i knew he already knew about it yeah because <laughs> jim rugs in the know <laughs> yeah and so Pitzers, who introduced introduced us to him last year at SPX. Yeah. And I do have a couple scavenges. Oh, is that okay? I found an SPX button. I got an SPX button, too. Off of the table of freebies. So yeah. I guess it's not really a scavenge, but it totally counts. I don't know if it was actually on the freebie table. I think it was just on a table. It was on okay. like the registration table or something. Okay. Well, I got a button. Ours now. Hopefully we didn't steal it. Nope. I think they were freebie scavenged. promotional. Yep. And now. I found on the floor, and I tried to find the owner, but... I don't know who owned it, a um, Center for Cartoon Studies, Brief Introduction for How to Draw Comics. Mm. And it's super, super cool. It's really exciting. So I'm going to take a look and maybe I'll learn how to draw comics. And that is everything I got, I think. I was going to have you close out the show. Um, I didn't realize that the one was a scavenge, and I would have had you close out the show with Heroical number two, but... I guess it's up to me again. I think it's up to you to close out the show because I feel like you've got a stronger ending than I could have ended <laughs> it. Uh, I picked up uh, an, from another person that was on my list of definitely got to get more from. Uh, what are what you doing? I'm my back's hurting from okay. sitting on the yeah, floor. We're sitting on the floor. This has uh, been a while. Monica Gallagher. <laughs> I don't even want to know how long we've been doing Monica this. Monica Gallagher. Yes. I um, love Monica Gallagher's work. She mixes a lot of things that you like. Yes. Uh, Roller derby. Yeah. Ladies. Roller derby. uh, Cute lady art. Personal stories. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So the first uh, is a carryover from last year where I picked up the first three issues because she does these bundles. I picked up the first three issues of Bonnie in Collide uh, 9 to 5, which is... Stories of a roller derby girl while she's not at Bouts Roller Derbying. And I really, really dig this. She actually does it as a webcomic as well and then collects them. And I remember last year at SP, after SPX reading all of the issues that I had and then going in and catching up on the webcomic. 
And uh, I'd actually forgotten I did that. And so I started <laughs> reading number issue number four here. And I was like, I've read these stories. But it was only like maybe like five pages into issue four before I'd caught up with what I'd read. Because I I remember doing it like immediately and then not. And so, yes. Yeah, Bonnie in Collide. Her middle initial is in. So Bonnie in Collide is her name. Roller Derby Ticks have really fun kind of names. Yeah. And yeah. They all, they're all kind of clever puns or... Kind of takeoffs of things because you have to have a roller derby mm-hmm. name. It has to be unique. Yeah, every roller derby name is unique. Yeah, because there's a registry. Yeah, so she signed. Uh, she signed these, and it's cool. And she's got a little like uh, tag that goes with it because it's all bundled together, which is neat. It's a triple pack, and I just like the Bonnie and Clyde. The Bonnie, the Bonnie character is hilarious. It's and she always wears her her roller derby <laughs> stuff. Like she works in an office nine to five, but she's always like wearing her skates and her helmet and everything. And it's kind of her interacting with real life and, you know, dating and having friends and stuff like that, but like not able to do any of that because I don't know if you know this, but roller derby girls put a lot of time into roller derby. You got to, you kind of have to. And not only that, but they, they pay to join a team. You have to pay like dues. It's not even like you get paid to do this and you travel around to different cities and like you roller derby and you get just like, you're like, Body beaten to shreds. Uh, is that a thing? Beaten to shreds? I think I'm combining things. You yeah. don't really get it torn to shreds. Beaten to bruised and bruised sore and battered. And iced knees and roller derby, yeah. man. So it's, it's intense. Uh, it's intense. It's exciting. I like it. I like it. And uh, Bonnie and Clyde, it's just a really cool, fun story. And there's a dude that's a werewolf, just that works at the office with her. Why not? Yeah, because why not? Yeah, the Monica Gallagher is. Um, and she's out of Baltimore. So I guess she was, I guess what's Baltimore's team is the Queen City Rollers or something like that. Or not the Queen City. That's uh, Charlotte. It's Queen City. No. Charlotte Roller Girls. Yeah, I know. But Charlotte is the Queen City, right? Charm City. Baltimore's the Charm City. Charm City is um, Columbia. Well, that's not real. Baltimore's the Charm City. Well, I know it is, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that Columbia is the Charm City Rollers. Mm-mm. It's not? Because I thought the the Derby Dames. mm no, they're not Charm City. They uh It doesn't uh, matter. Yeah, anyway, so <laughs> Baltimore is Charm City. And uh so she I think she she uh, was a roller derby girl on that team maybe. And I also picked up Four States 2 Months, which is a bio comic story that she did to essentially announce her engagement to get married. Because she'd been with her boyfriend for a really long time, and everybody's always asking when they're going to get married, and they didn't really know how they felt about marriage, and then uh, they talked about getting married, and then they're like, uh, so she did this whole thing kind of talking about all these different road trips that she went on with family to different states throughout, uh, there, and kind of talking about that and how it all tied together, and it was it was fun because it reminded me of like all of the uh, kind of road trips I've gone on. You know, I've gone on a lot of road trips with Sean and mm-hmm. a few road trips with previous uh, girlfriends. And it just kind of reminded me about whatever, Sean, for the <laughs> love of God, we've been married like four years. Get over it. No. So <laughs> I have to. I dated other people. I have to roll my eyes or <laughs> meh, meh, meh. it's just it's a natural reaction. <laughs> so it just reminded me of all those road trips. Like it's a lot of the same stuff that Sean and I do and, and just kind of like, you know, the different trips that we've gone on. We've gone to some of the same places as uh, Monica and her, I guess they're engaged at this point because this is pretty recent up until, uh, yeah. So, um, 
and her uh, boyfriend, possible fiance, <laughs> like because uh, they go up to um, uh, to um, Bar Harbor in Bangor, and that's where uh, Sean and I went um, shortly after we started dating to visit for Thanksgiving because um, my aunt has a place up there. So we went up to Bar Harbor and Maine and all that. So a lot of the same places that they went to, we Sean and I have been to, and a couple other kind of road trips and uh, that I've had that were very similar to this. And I've it just felt really fun to read and um, kind of nostalgic, and I enjoyed it. And uh, I've never been to Michigan. I might have been to Michigan. I know I've been to Wisconsin. might have been to Michigan as well. I can't remember. So uh, a lot of the same places, but it was cool. Um, I really like Monica Gallagher. I really like her storytelling. Uh, she seems like a really cool uh, lady, a lady girl, and uh, woman, lady woman. Uh, she's a really cool chick. She seems like a really cool chick. And uh, she's out of Baltimore, which I have a lot of friends in Baltimore and kind of familiar with all that stuff too. And her website is eatyourlipstick.com. I should not have to spell that for you. It's just eatyourlipstick.com. And you can read more, I believe, Bonnie and Clyde there. She also has pages for sale. Definitely going to buy a Monica Gallagher page. I talked to her about it a little bit this year. Uh, she has them online sometimes when she remembers to put them up. So I, I'm going to get a Monica Gallagher page. I'll probably end up buying it online. And I wish she was my friend. So. <laughs> so all in all, we had a great time at SPX. We bought too much stuff. We bought not enough stuff. We had a great time. There are a lot. There was so much cool stuff out there. So many new people that we didn't get to kind of check out. But we had a great time. Any, yeah, that, that wraps it up. Any final thoughts, Adam? Uh, I've enjoyed everything I've read so far. Me too. And I look forward to finishing what I haven't read yet. Yeah. So that's good. Okay. Thanks for listening. Next week, uh, our trip home. You can hear all about uh, all the stuff that we did at the actual show and the people that we talked to and the cool stuff like that. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs>